Balls Don't Lie Podcast with your host, Anton and regular Steve. Please follow us on Twitter at Balls Don't Lie Pod. That is Balls with a Z. And don't forget to like, share, and subscribe wherever you are. I want to. I want to. We appreciate all of your support. Yes, you are. Without you, none of this will be possible. Now, Balls Don't Lie. Let's go. Let's go. Welcome to Balls Don't Lie, this championship edition. <laughs> you better know that. I am your host, A-N-T-O-N Anton, along with my co-host, my fellow finals uh, <laughs> companion, regular Steven. What's going down, player? Not much, man. Not much. I would like to say... I'm not going to give out my address on the air, but for the Miami Heat, if they want to send me a check, I uh. I brought the mojo last night. I sent you a text. I wore my <laughs> LeBron James Absolutely. Miami Heat number six jersey. It had a lot of little meanings there. So number six, it game was game six. six. Absolutely. And then LeBron just closed out the Nuggets. Yeah. And obviously closed out two finals with the Heat. Ooh. So I was going for that closeout mentality yep. in game six. Heat jersey, LeBron James mojo, and they closed it out. You're Big welcome, time. Heat Nation. Big You're time. You're welcome, Pat Riley. You're welcome, Spolstra. You're welcome. I'm happy I could do my part. <laughs> Cut <We> the are- check. <laughs> No, but it's been fun, dude. I'm super excited. This is really weird because we've talked and joked about, you know, Steelers, Bears, Super yeah, Bowl. Yeah, that seems yeah, like way yeah. less likely than this. Yeah. But going into this year, this was really not likely. I mean, the Lakers, yeah, but the Heat, we didn't expect yeah. the Heat to be here necessarily. Not when the season started. It no. wasn't even really it was in a the lot of questions. Yeah. You know, we questioned Jimmy Butler. We weren't sure how that exactly. was going to fit. You had a lot of rookie guys, you know, Tyler Heroes. You had a lot of faith in Bam, but did he take that next step? Uh, yeah, it was a lot of questions, but damn. Yeah. They answered every one of them. They answered it. A they couple made times. some moves. <laughs> they've, they've plowed their way through. Yes, 12 they and 3 record, as do the Lakers. Two teams are looking 12 and 3. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a. I can't wait. I'm glad we got to come over here and record this tonight. Normally Absolutely. we do our shows on Friday, Friday. but guys. If you're gonna get your if you're gonna get your takes here, you're probably not gonna find too many podcasts in this country that are hosted by one a Lakers fan, right. and the other one a Heat fan. So that's Genuine very unique. Too. Yes, that's a very unique place to get your coverage for this, and Absolutely. we're happy to be here. So we had to get together tonight, give you guys a day to listen, also listen on Wednesday, get you ready for the series. So. Absolutely, I can't believe it though, man. This is just amazing. Yeah. It's amazing. All yeah. the way. It's nothing, you know. I mean, it could definitely go wrong for me. I'm a Laker fan all day and all, all the way through. Uh, you're you're definitely a Heat fan, but you're also a big LeBron fan. Right. So, you know, obviously you want the Heat to win, but you, you can't go wrong either way for the most part. Yeah, it kind of feels like that. Yeah. I'm like Dwayne Wade right now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So like yeah. I, I'm, I'm, Real talk. I'm Heat all the way, but... Uh-huh. You know, you want to see LeBron do well, and and you get invited I've, I've to been both saying I want LeBron to get another ring. It's it's gonna suck if it has to come against the Heat. Yeah, but it would be quite poetic. Mm-hmm. I will say that the storylines are thick. Yeah, and we're gonna talk about those. Yes, we are. But yes, I, I'm in a good spot. It's the Heat. It's it's playing with house money right now. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. you, you make a big hand, and then you. Mm-hmm. 
you just kind of walk around and play on the casino's dime for a while. Yeah. And that's kind of what's happening right now with the Heat. They weren't supposed to be here. No. The pressure's on the Lakers. Very pressure's much so. Pressure's on the Lakers fans. Mm, very much so. Uh, I think the Heat, happy to be here. But, you know, our star, our, our, our biggest future star is 23 years old. Whereas your guys, yes, you have AD. But Hold LeBron... 27? Yeah. He's 27. Okay. 27, 28. But Something LeBron... Like yeah, he's 136 years he's old. He's 136 years you know old. I mean? So you just don't know how many more times <laughs> you're going to have to get back. It looks like the way he's going, he's going to be able to play for who knows how many more years. And probably at a high level. But you have to assume father time's undefeated. Right. Eventually, this thing is going to yeah, peter off a little bit. They're going to need another guy in there to you know come help. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But so you guys... you need to take more advantage of it i feel like than the heat because they're looking at going okay our best player is 23 right and there might be time to you know kind of get back here this might be the floor for this heat team possible so we are talking about the finals though most people don't get back there (laughs) that's true that's true but the heat the heat in the last 15 years this is their sixth finals trip so that's more than any other three with lebron no four four with lebron LeBron, one with d-wade one with wade and one okay all right so you know, yeah, it's yeah. Uh, the heat. Yeah. The heat. Uh, they do got the Godfather up there. So. They got the Godfather. Yeah. Six for them. Uh, five for the Warriors and uh, five for the Cavaliers. Those are the leaders. Four for the Lakers in the last fifteen years. So, not it's, bad. Uh, not bad. Yeah, pretty I'll good. Pretty good company to keep. All right, man. So, uh, how did the Heat get here, man? Well, first of all, four overs the Pacers. Yeah, hometown uh, depleted. Man. They, they, Depleted Pacers. Yeah, yeah. You know, we won't take too much. Victor for wasn't that. wasn't eighty. You know, made eighty five percent. Right. Yeah. Four one against the Bucks. Yes, the the highly favorited Bucks. Yes, MVP, Defensive Player of the player Year, Giannis. Year. Yeah. Made future him, future Heatle. Made them look somewhat mediocre. They did. Yes, they, they did. did. Bottling them up. Four two against the Celtics. Taking right. care of business in Game Six. Mm-hmm. Some big things happened in this series. Tyler Hero, budding star. Yeah. You know, to whatever level, we'll see. Mm-hmm. But having those kind of performances in the conference finals, it's a pretty big deal. 37 mm-hmm. points. Yeah. We talked about that. Yeah. Um, last time we had a show. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, big game. Actually, big game last night. Adebayo is kind of, to me, the real story. Butler's been consistent. Mm-hmm. Um, but 125, 113. You know, the Heat went down six. It was about eight, six, six to eight minutes to go. Uh, I think they scored the 35. It was like 35-17 the rest of the way out, I believe. Um, they ended up, you know, getting the lead, uh, getting the win, 125-113, like I said. It looked like it was going to go the other direction. It kind of looked like a repeat of game five, where the Heat kind of controlled the game, controlled the game, but Boston kind of just hang around a little bit, hang around, mm-hmm. hang around, and mm-hmm. then finally go on that run and take that lead. And in game five, Miami didn't have an answer for that, and Celtics just kind of ran away with right. it. But in this game, it was Hero, and it was Adebayo. Hero and Adebayo scored or assisted on 27 of Miami's 30 points after they fell down 96-91 with mm-hmm. eight minutes to go. So a guy that's 20 and the guy that's 23 kind of led the way in game right. six. So that's just huge for me. Um, big takeaway. Adebayo kind of looked like a light bulb went off about six minutes ago. He realized, oh, shit, I can drive to the basket anytime I want. Uh, yeah. And I, all I've of a sudden, that. he's pulling up for the jumper. He's just going right. Mm, that's If that's the next thing, because we've been saying, and even on Five Reasons Sports Network, they've been talking about it too. Uh, you hear analysts on NBA that – 
when you start seeing the next phase, a year or two out, we're talking three pointers. But the the now is we think he's good enough to take over games. When is he going to realize that he's good enough to take over games and have the confidence to actually go out there and do that? When you have a Jimmy Butler on the floor, right. you have a Goran Dragic on the floor, veteran guys. When does he decide? Okay, I'm doing this, mm-hmm. and maybe I don't want to make too much out of it, but it was a huge performance. But it kind of there was a, about six and a half minutes to go. It kind of looked like, ooh, he just kind of made a decision. Yeah. And it was kind of game over from there. Yeah, I wish he would have made that decision a long time ago, especially against the Celtics, because he really doesn't have a big body that was down there to really, really stop him. I mean, you can say Mike, what was his name, Tice? Yep, Daniel, yeah. Daniel Tice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's, he's okay. all right. You he's know, like he's, a guy I like to come off the bench. Yeah, he, yeah. You know? he's cool. <laughs> <laughs> he's okay. He can hit a shot, you know what I mean? Right. But he's not that upper echelon defensive guy, so – yeah, he should have been aggressive from day day one of that series, right? Or any series, truthfully, that he's played in thus far this uh, postseason. I mean, you, you you can't do that so much against Giannis, but it would have been helpful. You would have got him in foul trouble more, maybe a little earlier, right? So, but having the skill set to do that, and more importantly, realizing you can do that, is a good sign for Adebayo. Yeah, it's huge. It's huge. And that game, so Adebayo, 13 po- or 32 points, 14 rebounds, 5 assists, 1 steal. Uh, he was 11 of 15 from the field, 10 of 11 at the line. Mm-hmm. That stat line plus the 70% shooting and the 90% free throw percentage makes him the third player to ever do that line in a playoff game, joining Draymond Green in 2016 and Charles Barkley in 1993. Huge. I ain't mad at the boy. Huge. <laughs> 23 years old. 23 years old. Yeah. I have another autobio funsy for you. <laughs> a funsy? That's what a they got. Funsy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let it go. In these playoffs, Autobio is averaging 18.5 points per game, That's 11 good. and a half rebounds, yep. 4.9 assists, 1.2 steals. He's shooting 57%. The list of people who have put that up through 15 games in the playoffs are Wilt Chamberlain and Bam Autobio. Damn. Those are the only guys. That have done that. Adebayo in these in this series averaged 21, 11, and 5, 1.7 steals and one block. Huge. That's very huge. That's huge. Biggest game in a closeout game. After he called himself out for his performance in game five, uh-huh. you come out and you have a performance like that. Mm, that's what I'm looking for from my guy. No doubt. I'm proud of him. Shout out. I'm to proud him. of this team, man. Yeah, Enough of all these numbers and stuff. You have I'm, to. I'm proud of these guys. They're playing their asses off. They're stepping up. Igudala, mm-hmm. four for four from three. Mm-hmm. Man, just when you needed it. They yeah. were having such a hard time just making open shots, making open threes. That's what was killing them. This thing would have been a sweep if Miami's making open shots. Yeah. I mean, they just got to a point where it was like, wow, the open ones just won't fall. Mm. So the fact that they had a couple guys able to step up, Duncan Robinson had himself a nice little game. Tyler Hero had 12 points in the fourth quarter. Tyler Hero, 20-year-old rookie. This series averaged 19 points, 6.3 rebounds, 4.8 assists on 52% shooting. That's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's nothing else to say about it, but that is crazy. Yeah. I do wonder how they would have fared with crowds in the building, though. Yeah. I mean, and you have to wonder. You have to wonder about that. You know, it's, it's a lot different. Obviously, you know, playing in a hostile environment, a real hostile environment, you have the fans booing and 
it's just a different element. It's not the same as being in the same gym, shooting on the same rim day after day after day. You get comfortable with that. Yeah. You know what I mean? So well, hopefully next season we will find out <laughs> yeah. when, when we are able to go back to stadiums possibly. So Yeah. The thing I will say for Tyler Hero, just maybe not these numbers, but in terms of being comfortable and not scared of the moment, oh, yeah. oh, over man. the regular season with tons of fans in the stands, mm-hmm. uh, you know, you see him – going on a breakaway, pulling up, taking that step back three to win it instead mm-hmm. of going in for the tie, things like that. He's mm-hmm. not afraid of the big shot at mm-hmm. Kentucky. He hasn't been afraid of the big shot in Miami. Out of bios progression, I think, has been a pretty natural one. I think you see something like that regardless of, uh, you know, whether you're playing in a bubble or not a bubble. Mm-hmm. Um, but to the extent, I don't know, because it can go a lot of ways. Does Marcus Smart make as many threes as he does in this series mm-hmm. if, you know, if not for the for the nice sight lines? Um, you know, it, it's hard to say. It's mm-hmm. hard to say. But uh, regardless, everybody's playing in the same situation. And I think we saw shooting probably go up a little bit across the board. Mm-hmm. You know, you got Jamal Murray out here going insane. <laughs> My gosh. You know, and, and that's not to take any way, anything away from Jamal Murray. Right. Um, but, you know, it's there's no way to really quantify it. It is what it is. We just kind of have to take it at face value. Right. Uh, but it is fair to wonder – would you do this performance if you're playing in Boston against a ruckus crowd? It's hard to say. Probably, I, I'm, I tend to lean towards probably not. But then when I kind of see what they're doing on a consistent basis, I go, eh, maybe. It's possible. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, my right mind would say probably knock everybody down a couple percent- percentages, yeah. you know. But nothing crazy, nothing totally out of their element. Tyler is just a super confident dude, like you always say, so. I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. We know he's going to pull the trigger. Oh, yeah. Is he going to make it? That's the different. That's yeah. another question, but he's going to pull the damn trigger. <laughs> the thing you see about Tyra, I think the thing that's cool about him is, and we talked about this on the last show a little bit, but again, you see the confidence in all three phases. He can get to the rim, finish with touch. He'll pull up in that mid game. He's got good vision. He's a willing passer and a good passer. Um, he does get himself in trouble a little bit sometimes with physical defenders that can kind of get up in him. That's oh, one yeah. thing I'm a little worried about oh, yeah. with Rondo uh, mm-hmm. kind of picking him up if they're going to use Tyler in that in that point guard role. And we'll talk about the keys mm-hmm. a little bit later. But um, he does struggle a little bit there, but I think some of that's going to come with experience and putting on a little more muscle. He's still obviously yeah. – he looks like he's the youngest guy yeah, in the He looks court. like a high school dude still. Yeah. So, um, but you got to love the confidence. And then the threes, you know, he shot 35% from three in this series, which isn't going to, you know, blow your socks off or anything, but mm-hmm. uh, it's good enough, obviously, uh, that you have to honor it. And I think there's a better shooting stroke in there. I just think sometimes he's – he did this at Kentucky too where he'd find times where uh, just a little inconsistent with the three. Mm-hmm. The mid-range always seems to be there, but when he gets hot from three, he just kind of goes unconscious. I understand. So, Got yeah. you. So – that being said, that's a lot of heat talk. It's been very exciting. I'm I'm I've been dying to talk about it. How did the Lakers get here? Woo, man. Uh they blazed through the Blazers. Um four to one gentlemen sweep. Um they they said that was the hottest team in the bubble at the time. And uh we gave them game one, figured them out real quick, got them out of there, started doubling uh Mr. Lillard and that was the magic key to getting that done. And then you uh, gentlemen sweep the next team, the short stature Rockets, uh, gave them our little version of small ball, which is not very small, actually. Yeah. But, you know, 
and smaller than we normally are. And we got them out of there real quick, four and five games, you know, uh, five games. And then we uh, got to take over and touch them nuggets up. Uh, the Nuggets series, <clears throat> how do I describe this? How do I describe this? We got back to actual Laker ball, first and foremost, applying those bigs out there. Dwight Howard being an absolute pest to uh, Mr. Jokic out there. Extra pest. He was extra. <laughs> I remember you texting me like, well, he's just so extra right now. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he was very extra, but we needed that though. You know, Jokic is a, he's a, you think he's top 10? No. I think he is. I, I don't, think Jokic is top I don't 10. know if I can go there just because I don't know on the defensive end, uh, being that, I don't know how to put this nicely. I really like Jokic. I like his game. Uh, the athleticism bothers me. It's hard for me to put him in that category. What he does do, he's exceptional at. Defensively, is he good enough to where you put him as an all-around player in the top ten? I mean, I as think a, he's a very solid defender, though. Yeah. I just think we had too many big bodies that you know we kept him off the floor. Yeah. But yeah, in the in the in the Clipper series, he was very good defensively. So I'd have to really, I'd have to really look at the list and come up with a list. I'm not saying he's not. I'm just, I'm not. I can't just go boom. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I, he he's he's there. He's right there. Yeah, he's in my top ten. But yeah, we threw bodies at him. Obviously, you got. Uh, the runner-up defensive player of the year, uh, A.D., who stuck with him a little bit. And we just ran those off the court. Jamal Murray just – he ran out of gas. He played the most minutes in the whole entire bubble. By a lot. By a lot, yes. <laughs> it was like, whoa. <laughs> this man played – I think it was like <laughs> 740-something minutes. Yeah. It was something ridiculous, but his legs just didn't have any more. Yeah. You know, I think he tweaked a knee or something like that. So we kind of just big-bodied the Nuggets and – I don't want to say sunned them because, you know, that's disrespectful. But, yeah. you know, we just did what we had to do to get them out of here. It was a struggle for a little bit. LeBron had to close the show 38, what was it, 38, 16, and 9 or something like that. Something Ten, real, a, a yeah, he did double, get the yeah. triple-double, yeah. 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 Something real crazy. And to shut up all the, uh, LeBron, he, he don't ever close the games. I, you know, the Skip Baylesses and all these people of the world. Uh did you hear him talk today? No. He still found a way to punch holes in that. He's like, he's such a front roller. He was a front runner. When, when he hit the first shot, they were up four. I'm like, okay. No, no, no. No, he said he put the, hit the shot to put him up four. It's like, okay. But then his next, I don't know, 10 points, they were already up six and nine points. He's such yeah. a front runner. That's I'm like, closing. dude. That's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> it's closing from, time. You just described going from two to 12 points. Exactly, because he scored points. all LeBron. <laughs> like, come on, dog. Yeah. You make a whole living off yeah. of just trying to dog the man. But no one takes him serious. Nah, no one legitimate nah, no, takes no Skip no. serious. You can't. The and takes are just too wild. And, yeah, and it makes me mad because I know he's a smart dude. He's just he's being a troll. Like He's a super troll. That's how he makes his yeah, money. That's all it is. I mean, it. he's made a very nice living yeah. off of saying oh, yeah. crazy shit. Yeah, so, yeah. So. yeah. Anyways, but yeah, man, that's really how they got there. You know, LeBron has been. I want look. We we talked about this. LeBron didn't seem like himself all the way up until Game Six. You yeah. know, he seems sort of like he post. I say post groin injury. Yeah. LeBron like it wasn't all that explosive. I don't know if it's the old man getting rest. You know, <laughs> I I still I really don't know what it is. But he was looking slow. But then. Game six rolled around. Oh, it's time for business. We got full Super Saiyan LeBron. So I'm hoping he takes that into the, and we'll get into our keys, but takes that into the finals. 
And maybe he's just been resting and kind of playing possum and letting AD do the heavy shoulder lifting, far scoring and doing all that. And we'll see. Yeah. Maybe we can get some more rebounds out of AD too because, uh, damn, seven rebounds in two games? That's- yeah. He averaged – Anthony Davis averaged six rebounds and .6 blocks in the series versus Nuggets. And, look, I- that's not going to cut it. I mean – it it cuts it because you have a Dwight and you have yeah. you know other other rebounders you know your Morris's and even Kuzma every once in a while get you mm-hmm. get you five boards or whatever but uh, and you have LeBron out here grabbing double digit boards and and all that but you, I feel like you expect AD with the numbers he's put up in his career to get you ten boards mm-hmm. uh, so when you see performances of two rebounds five rebounds like I'm not sure. I'm not sure what to make of that. I, I want to say it's just a, it's an outlier. It is an outlier. It is. Um, but hopefully it doesn't become a trend where it's not a sign of something that we're not hearing. You know, we did see the ankle, which, you know, he had one of those bad rebound games before the ankle even happened. I, I'm assuming yeah. he's healthy and ready to go. I mean, that's he, he played, so I have to mm-hmm. assume, you know, there's no excuses now. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. It, it is a, you I don't want to figure. I did figure out kind of why it happened. During the course of that series, you know, him and Dwight played a lot on the court together, you know, I guess in spurts. But Jokic, he doesn't play under the basket right. a lot. He plays right. a lot, you know, above the key. And then a lot of times he was um, defending, uh, what's his name, Grant. Yeah. Like, they would switch off a lot. So they were playing a lot of perimeter ball. And then in those last two games, they are both – we're shooting like above fifty five percent. So it's not it's not a lot of balls, you know, coming off. They're taking them out of the net versus. Yeah. So that explains a little bit of it. But damn, bro, like <laughs> you have zero like going yeah. into the third quarter, third and fourth yeah. quarter. It's like you're damn. gonna lock into some. Yeah, man. you got Come to get a long rebound at least. But so yeah, that I mean Rondo is really good. Rondo, yeah. uh, I feel like. I don't say really good, but he, he was he was he was, uh, he was good. Playoff he was giving Rondo. You what you need. Yeah, he wasn't playoff Rondo. That was in the Rocket series. He was playoff yeah. Rondo, but he's been very serviceable, uh, spelling uh, LeBron coming off the bench. You know, facilitating the offense. Yeah, his numbers and his minutes per game yeah, are very high. Very high, and that's going to be a big key going into this because it's what we do when LeBron's not on the court that's right. going to pay. You know. That's what it always is with LeBron teams. (laughs) Like we said, there was one, I don't remember the exact year, but one of those series versus the Warriors, it was LeBron, the minutes he was on the court, Cleveland outscored Golden State. Mm -hmm. They lost that series in the minutes that he was on the bench. And this is the same, I think, kind of thing. Because I think Miami's good enough Mm -hmm. that if you lose those minutes enough, I mean, you just, it's, yes, that's going to be a big key. It's be huge. What do you do when LeBron's not on the court? Yeah. The Lakers are very top heavy, like super top heavy. You know, LeBron averaged, I think, 27, 27, yeah, ish. AD averages 29. But then you look at your team, you got six players over double, double figures. We have none after them, too. You know, it's like, <clears throat> Those, the, the, the others are going to determine this whole series. Yeah. It, it really is. Yeah, because you can make an argument that after the top two players in the series, which are obviously Davis and LeBron, whichever order you want to put them in, I go LeBron, AD. Uh, but you can make a case for AD, LeBron. doesn't matter. Uh, you can make a case that the next five guys, uh, next five players might be uh, Heat. The next five best players could be on the Heat's roster. Um, you can make the case for it. I mean, you can definitely – I think the case is definitely made for – you know, out of bio, Butler, uh, 
you going Dragic over anybody on your team? Oh, Dragic's damn near over everybody on my team except, I would say, LeBron, AD. I would say it depends how you put it. Like, Dwight, his impact is might be a little bigger than, than uh, Drag and maybe Rondo as far as just pure impact. Right. But if you just want to say who's a better player, I would say Dragic is better than all those. I would have to say, I'd have to agree. Because <laughs> he, uh, he can get a bucket anytime he wants to, damn near. Yeah. The one that's kind of close, but then you have to go, okay, what's your most elite skill and how good are you at it? And then you go like Duncan Robinson, like, okay, he's one of the top two three-point shooters, shooters in the league. Yeah. You don't mm-hmm. have that. So, I mean, you have to go him over, I mean, I don't know. Where's Dwight <laughs> on this list? Where's Where's Kuzma on this list? I think Kuzma, you got to go. I think Kuzma's down below Hero. The way they're playing right now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. You, Kuzma's down below Hero. So, like, I, it just, it'll just it be interesting. I think the – Yeah. yeah it yeah. depends. It's, that's, that's where our, our rosters differ. And I guess we'll get into this next, but I think our our role players are better defenders than yours. Yeah, you have your your top guys are your best defenders, but our role players are a better collection of defenders than yours. So I think, yeah, and then we'll, we'll we'll break this yeah. down. Yeah, yeah, because you know it's gonna be it's not a lot of one on one shit. You know, we pick and choose who we want to get defended right. by. You know. So they're well, gonna and that's pick what, on that's what makes this series so yeah. <laughs> they're gonna pick they on him and Tyler. You <laughs> have to pick on him uh, so bad. That's what makes this so interesting though, is it really you I'm not sure you could find two rosters unless you're talking something extreme like the Rockets when you're talking about tiny people. Right. Um, <laughs> but I'm not sure if you could find two rosters that are legitimately put together like basketball teams that are any more opposite than kind of how you have the Lakers mm-hmm. and the Heat set up. Yeah. I mean, you're really talking like 04 Pistons, Heat, uh, and then, you know, superstar, top two guy type roster mm-hmm. uh, with a bunch of collective right. guys. It's like the Heat without Bosch. Kind yeah, of, true. You know? yeah. So <laughs> type of thing or, you know, whatever. Um, so it is very interesting. It's going to make for a fun series. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, the one thing I got to say before we move on to the break. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, is it just me or – and I was watching the pre- – this really annoys me. It kind of rubs me the wrong way. Mm-hmm. Not that it's a big deal. It doesn't make a difference in the series. We've moved on. But the bias of the coverage – before game six, I thought the Celtics were playing the Celtics. Uh, yeah. Uh, they wanted it so bad. Did not get it twisted, even, man. Even in game six – even in game six, game's almost over. You got six minutes left. They're showing promos for game seven, Celtics. They keep showing these commercials of, like, the Celtics greats and Celtics history and Celtics this and Celtics that. We got Deuce Tatum on the screen for fucking 25 minutes of the broadcast watching <laughs> him play on his iPad. Like, like, he's the only person there with a child or something. Like, can we give me a break? The NBA loves their legacy teams, man. They love them. Lakers, they they're so happy they're in the championship. They would have put everything in their in their savings up for it if they could got the Celtics and the Lakers in the championship. Yeah, well. I mean, there's definitely through lines and storylines with the Heat and the Lakers just because of LeBron, but. There's nothing in comparison to the Lakers Celtics. No, you know, there isn't. That's what they want. So I understand, you know, me and you. Right. We we're here for this because we're friends and all this and we are teams and we get to watch this shit together and yeah. you know, conversate on that level. But 
Like Bill Simmons on suicide watch. Because not only do the Lakers actually advance, and he's a Clippers fan. He's a Clippers too. guy. I mean, he's a Celtics guy, but he's in L.A. and he's he's a Clipper. He, you know, he's not going to be yeah. a Lakers guy. Uh, and then he doesn't like the Heat because of the oh. Celtics Heat with Paul Pierce. Paul oh. Pierce is so oh, dry, no, let's too. Let's not even talk about Paul Pierce. He's the worst. <laughs> He's the freaking worst. He hates LeBron, too. Oh. He hates LeBron. His bias is just so amazing. He's so mad that they – has any team ever been more annoying that has won championship? They talk like they were a dynasty. Like they like oh, they man. won – like they three-peat or something. Right. Got one good one in, but no. Nah. They were good, though. I mean, I love KG. I they do. were good, but you don't like, hear the Pistons no. from the early 2000s Facts. running around running Facts. the mouse? Nope. No. <laughs> it got so I mean, much it mileage is... off that. It's crazy. Uh, yeah, Paul Pierce is jealous. His career came up a lot, you know. Yeah, he just faded away with no glory. It wasn't no no ceremonious. <laughs> People remember most about Paul Pierce him pooping his pants during the game. I had to go off Bruh. on a, <laughs> go Bruh. off on a wheelchair. Yeah, a wheelchair. Yeah, yeah. pooping yeah. pants. <laughs> Paul Pierce pooping pants. But in all seriousness, that's the truth. <laughs> that is the truth. That's a break. We're getting out of here. On that. <laughs> Let's take a quick break. <laughs> when we come back, we're going to tell you guys our key storylines and keys to the series. Absolutely. And how we pick a winner. We're going to pick a winner at the very end. Uh huh. After we come back on Balls Don't Lie. Don't be lying about your winner, dude. <laughs> we'll be right back on Balls Don't Lie. Let's go. Welcome back to Balls Don't Lie. Regular Steven. Let's get into some key storylines. Yes. Obviously, the biggest storyline, you're going to hear it talked about a million times, LeBron versus Heat slash Riley slash Spolstra. Obviously, LeBron playing there for four years, going to four championships, winning two of them, playing for Spolstra. The whole ending to LeBron's tenure in Miami Mm -hmm. was not – on the best of terms, is actually on bad terms with between Riley and LeBron. Yeah. Uh, I think, oh man, that's going to be the, I think that's going to be the thing that's most talked about aside from LeBron's legacy as a whole. Mm-hmm. And that's going to be as the series moves on. Right. Because if it starts to look like, okay, yes, the Lakers are going to take care of business, then you're going to start hearing the talk center around LeBron's legacy. Mm-hmm. But in the beginning, it's going to be LeBron. Versus the Heat. Okay. LeBron versus Riley. Mm-hmm. LeBron versus Spolstra. Right. What can Spolstra, you know, there's a lot of people saying, uh, you know, Spolstra's waited a long time to be able to draw up a game plan against LeBron and that nobody knows uh, LeBron better than Spolstra. If I'm the Lakers, I'm a little worried about that. Just seeing how effective the Heat have been drawing up plans for other people like Giannis and all of that stuff. So that is a big thing. I'm going to be super interested to see are the late, are the Heat going to go zone heavy like they have been doing? You're going to do the whole wall thing. I don't think you mm-hmm. can do that. LeBron's not like Giannis. Nope. What kind of combos are you going to throw at LeBron? You got Igudala. Mm-hmm. There's a history there. Mm-hmm. Warriors, Cavs. Yep. You got Jimmy Butler. Yes, sir. Strong body. Yep. You got uh, Jay Crowder. Yes, sir. Length. A lot of dogs you're talking about right here. 
Yep. You got Derrick Jones Jr. who would get muscled the shit out of, but he can give you some fouls, right. and he's long enough long and rangy enough that he can give you a couple minutes if you have to. Yeah. So it'll be interesting. Mm-hmm. I I'm I'm not sure how they go. I I honestly I'm just dying to see what Spolster does. Mm-hmm. I mean I'm I, I'm not going to sit here and pretend to say what I would do. If I could come up with game plans to stop LeBron, I wouldn't be sitting here doing this podcast. Right. <laughs> That's a very hard task right there. Yeah. Talking seven, 10 out of 17. So what do you make of that storyline in general? When we got Lakers back in the finals, it's Lakers, Lakers. You got Kobe. Yeah. The whole Kobe storyline yeah. with the Lakers and LeBron getting to his 10th finals. Mm-hmm. It happens to be against the Heat. What do you make of that storyline um, in general? As far as uh, the Pat Riley thing, you know, and LeBron, uh, it's not really important to me. <laughs> it's just, right. It has nothing. To, unless Pat Riley is coming out of the bleach, uh, out of the box to put on a <laughs> <He> jersey. <might. laughs> <laughs> I don't, not he important. Might. The Spolstra aspect, uh, being able to draw up something to maybe uh, stop LeBron or slow him down, that's quite intriguing. Though LeBron is not quite the same player as he was back then, he doesn't operate the same you right. know he's still the totally he's a totally different player for the most part he's not as explosive he doesn't rely on that anymore he's more cerebral than he was back then he was still smart back then but right. he's even more like he's he has to rely on it a yeah, little bit a little more. bit more now it's professor x now um so i would love to see what he tries to draw up for that uh i hope they run the zone because i think the zone is easy to break you just got to know it's coming that's it but uh, I don't, yeah, we'll see about that. You know, Spolstra, yeah. I have much respect for that guy. Um, bringing this team to the finals, that just that solidifies his Hall of Fame credentials to me, right there. Yeah, yeah he'll definitely be in the, the Hall of Fame. Um, hmm, we'll see, man. Like I said, the Pat Riley thing, all I want to know is what hair products Pat Riley used because his hair been slicked <laughs> back for uh, about 25 years, yeah. easy, <laughs> maybe 30. Yeah. You know what I was thinking? A uh, good person, Cal Perry and uh, Riley, there's been this whole relationship all, all because of Tyler and Bam, and the, their mantras are the same. You know, Cal Perry says all the time, mm-hmm. Kentucky's not for everyone. And you hear that mm, same exact true. type of thing from the Heat organization. Right. It's not for everybody here. Um. It'd be interesting. Cal Perry, even though he's getting gray, he he is much younger than Riley. Mm-hmm. I, it'd be interesting to see if Riley retires. Maybe kinda, you get Cal Perry could just slide, slide right, right in. You just get the right, same hairstylist right, on staff. <laughs> they both got the slick back gray. Hey, that's the easiest hairstyle <laughs> to pull off, though. You just got to comb that joint to the back. You just got to have your comb strokes right. But yeah, that would be interesting. We'll find out though. Uh, that Kentucky thing, though. How many Kentucky players are in this series? Because there's a lot of them. You got Rondo and AD. Rondo, AD, Tyler, and Bam. Bam is four. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Jamal Jim Murray Jim. was a. He was Jamal a, Murray was Kentucky. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Enos Cantor on the Celtics was Kentucky. Okay. Uh, let's see who else. I mean, there's been tons of them in this yeah. in this playoffs. Um, yeah, I was just Kentucky. Uh, yeah, they put some boys out here. It's been a it's been a coming out party for all the Kentucky guys. I mean, they've been making the name. It's been a Kentucky infomercial. They've had Calipari on the TNT with Charles Barkley talking to him and joking around, and mm-hmm. um, you know, uh, it's been probably good for recruiting, you know, for Kentucky. But it, it's still the same the same thing. It's it's not for everybody, right? And that's kind of how the Heat operates too, obviously. Uh, touch on one of your points though, man. The Kobe thing. 
I think that's why the Lakers are here right now. I'm not even going to lie to you. I'm not sure everybody would even showed up to the bubble if it wasn't for that that aspect of it. You know, every time they break a huddle, one, two, three, Mamba, you know, that's a great motivation for the entire franchise. And, uh, yeah, this one is definitely for Kobe straight up. It's not, I wouldn't be surprised if they swept y'all in the name of Kobe. <laughs> in the name of Kobe. <laughs> yeah. Straight up. I, I, the Mamba mentality is heavy right now. You touched on this. I, I don't know if we said this on air or we were just talking on the phone, but AD, you know, dressing for every game, following LeBron's lead, you know, being banged up a little bit and not sitting out these games. Like, all that falls under the Kobe the Kobe mentality type thing right now. So, yeah. I, I, I totally think Kobe is – He's orchestrating this whole thing. You know what I mean? You know we don't we don't talk about religion or God and none of that. But he he's watching over us on this on this level. I believe that. And I told wifey earlier, if the Lakers win. I'm buying a Kobe's black mama jersey straight up and down. I have to, and it'll be sitting right over there. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, Her- was it Harrison Fagan, the guy that does the? What's the dude that does the locked uh, on Lakers? Yeah, or Harrison Fagan. That's my. Uh, he tweeted the other day. If the <laughs> if the Lakers wear the black mamba jerseys and the Heat wear their vice jerseys, Ooh. you're gonna have people's heads explode because like the two the best, best jerseys, jerseys ever. ever. Yeah. See, he's like right. the vice jerseys might be the cleanest jerseys ever, and yeah. the mamba ones speak for yeah. themselves. So yeah, it's like, and that's true. I feel it though. Yeah, <laughs> that would no, be nice. It'd be awesome. They couldn't do it at the same game just because it's all black. Like man, that'd be a lot of mistakes being happening. Well, and the Heat haven't worn them. In they the playoffs, they okay. wore them in the bubble games leading up to the playoffs. But unless they may have worn them one game in the Pacers series, I'm pretty sure they didn't. Okay. But they did not wear them at all against Milwaukee, and they did not wear them at all against the uh, Celtics. Okay. So I don't know. It'd be it interesting. Might, I'm not sure. Pop up. It, it'd be cool okay. if it did. It'd be cool that, if it that did. That would be dope, though. Um, <laughs> it'd be a jersey overload. <laughs> <laughs> People's heads exploding from the pure beauty. Oh man, that's funny. All right, any more storylines before we get to the keys of the game? Yeah, I think what do we think this does for LeBron? I mean, we know what the conversation is going to go to if they win. You know, you're talking three different teams, 10 straight finals. It's going to be the the LeBron Jordan talk. It's definitely going to be a LeBron Jordan talk. Oh, man. It's going to make my head hurt, too. I'm just going to let you know right now. I just... Oh man, it's gonna make my head hurt. If LeBron wins this, I don't I don't even know. I just whatever he if he does win it, it's not really gonna do much for me. I mean, he's already goaded to me. Right. I hate saying goaded. My son's used it. Oh man, uh Lamar Jackson, he's so goaded. Like, dude. Yes, he <laughs> lost in the playoffs twice. All right, but uh he's yeah, he's He's no worse than number three of all time. No worse. You can't put more than more than Jordan and maybe, I don't know. I, no. I think it's got to be two. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah you're you probably right. You know, for the yeah. modern, we can talk about Wilt and stuff scoring yeah. 100 points, but let's get serious. Yeah. For the modern game, not that he couldn't have done that, but we don't know. It's too hard to have that conversation. For modern basketball, I think it has to be Jordan and LeBron. They're both synonymous with winning. Mm-hmm. You say, well, why, you know, someone tweeted the other day, too, uh, that, you know, people saying that LeBron's expected to do this. You expect him to do what he did to close out game five. 
It's like, well, why would you expect them to do that? Like, that's the ultimate compliment, though, because you do expect them to do it. And this is what we've been asking Kawhi to do. This is what Mm -hmm. we've been asking all of these guys to get the criticism of not closing out games in the fourth quarter and all this stuff. And we're sitting here going, but we expect him to do it. Mm Mm-hmm. That's what it was when Jordan was at. I remember. I was old enough to remember Jordan's second three peat, mm-hmm. and that's what it was. You just expected Jordan right. to hit the shot. You mm-hmm. expected him to close out the game. You expected him to win when he got to the finals. You expected greatness from him, and that's the same thing that we do with LeBron. Mm-hmm. And if people would just sit back and appreciate it. And maybe just stop comparing. One of the things that happened when Kobe passed away was people kind of took a step back and said, well, maybe instead of sitting here and arguing about where they rank, uh, we should just appreciate them because then when they're gone and really gone, not just got out of the game, but if something happens to them, they're gone, gone. This whole time you've been wasting your time, all your energy on – discrediting this man and what mm-hmm. he's done and his greatness because, you know, the people discrediting him are the ones that can't even, you know, make buckets at the Y in, mm-hmm. a, in a scrimmage game. <laughs> but just appreciate what you're watching. I wish people would do that. There's no way to quantify who's the greatest of all time. It's, it's all really, subjective. It's, yeah. What kind of basketball player do you like first? That That's right. always, you know, if you like somebody who scored a lot, you know, play some good defense, you're going to like Jordan. If you if you grew up in the Magic era, you you're gonna like either Magic or you're gonna like how LeBron plays because that's the closest you're gonna get. So I like LeBron more because I like Magic. I mean, Magic right. is my favorite player, of course, but that's that's my favorite type of basketball. I like passers, you know. So I don't like ball hogs. <laughs> yeah. If you like a mixture of LeBron or of Magic and Jordan, you, yeah, get, LeBron, you get LeBron, right? You know what I'm so, so you know you can kind of get the best of both worlds there. So I don't know, man. It, it it's going to. I say it's not going to do much for his legacy if he wins it, but they're going to tear him to pieces if he loses. Is it? It's a lose lose for him for the most part. That's what I'm worried about. <laughs> it's, it's, it's because it's with be. my joy of the Heat winning the series, if that were to happen is going to come the pain of being right. a supreme LeBron supporter and yeah. fan and listening to him get torn down. Yeah. It's almost a lose-lose for me. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's a win-win and a lose-lose. This is the most weird <laughs> thing that's ever yeah, happened. It, just, yeah. it really is. It's tough. <laughs> I don't know how to describe it anymore, but, yeah, LeBron, I'm more excited for AD getting one. That's yeah. what I'm excited for because all the shit he went through last year, you know, getting out of New Orleans, this is why he did it. You know what I mean? I want to go play with the best guy, you know, the best player in the world. I don't know why the hell none of y'all other boys wanted to. What's the problem with playing with LeBron? Besides, he gets you to the championship. (laughs) That's all it is. Yeah, that's a good question. Every every since, let's say, the last 10 years that he was healthy, he made it to the championship. Yeah. Don't you want to ride that train? Right. Because you're not going to beat him. Unless you're already in the championship <laughs> and you have more, you know, you have a better roster than him. But well, and the only people it. that make more finals were those old ass Celtics teams, yeah, and there's yeah. only eight teams in there with Bill Russell and Bill there. Russell, Sam Jones. I think that's what it's like. Yeah. They, you know, nah, it's it's insane. And to do it with, like, I think you said this to me. It's three different organizations, but it's four it's different four teams. Different he did teams. one of those with Easy. Cleveland, then he went to Miami and did four, and then he came back and went to four straight with Cleveland, which was a completely different <laughs> roster and team. 
That could have been any team. It just happened to be Cleveland again. Right. Um, but you basically did four, and now you've come to L.A. You're hurt. Your team misses. You see the value of LeBron when you can say every team he leaves goes to the lottery the next year or they don't make the playoffs or they're just not as, you know, whatever. Um, mm-hmm. But the same thing when you just saw last year, they started off really hot. He has the groin. They don't make the playoffs. People get traded. LeBron comes back, and, yes, obviously you bring in Anthony Davis. Right. But – now you're in the finals again. Mm-hmm. Like the one the common denominator is LeBron and all of this, and people just don't seem to grasp onto that. Along with the AD storyline, I agree with you. I'm a huge AD fan. Uh, but Jimmy Butler has the same kind of yeah. thing going oh, yeah. on. I mean, talk about the narrative that he has changed. Yeah. The the He was lead. right. He was right. He was right. I was wrong. I remember <laughs> early in this season, or early in this season, but it was in the preseason, the preseason yeah. and talking about Jimmy, you know, Probably last season. We talked about it's, it's, it last year. Timing is sure. really weird right now because yeah. we're in September yeah, and we're yeah, talking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it it was not last it was the year before when he was actually in, in you know finished the year in in Philly. You know, Min- talking yeah. about and he was in Minnesota in the first Philly, part of right. that year. Yeah. Um, talking about it them, I I was so critical of Jimmy, just hearing the news stories and how he handled the situation. I can mm-hmm. still argue. I don't think it was the most professional way to handle yeah. it, but, but he, he was, was right. not wrong. He was right. He was not wrong. <laughs> And now getting to see him be vindicated for his decisions, the 76ers, the way that they were, you know, fans and media saying, uh, you know, have fun in retirement in Miami. Wish we could say we'd see in the playoffs, but no, probably not. (laughs) Oh, really? And now they're in the finals. They're in the finals and 76ers have a coach get fired. Yeah. Now they're in turmoil. Absolutely. So it's just funny to see how things turn around. So there's all kinds of storylines like that. Dragic should be cool if he get one. Spolstra, I think it'd be cool for Spolstra to get one without, without LeBron yeah. and, and, and Wade. Wade. Yep. How weird is it that Dwayne Wade just retired last year? He could have been a part of all of this again, another <laughs> run. But if, yeah. you know, and this was brought to my attention, I think it was on Five Reasons, uh, Five on the Floor podcast. He said, the weird thing is, because you'd kind of hoped as a Heat fan that, you know, Wade just said, finish his career in Miami. Yeah. He did get to come back, and that was poetic. Yeah. But the one thing that happened was he went to Chicago first, before Cleveland. Right. But he went to Chicago, and that's where Jimmy Butler happened. Mm-hmm. And that's where he put the bug in Jimmy Butler's ear about you would be a great fit. You would love it in Miami. So maybe if Dwayne Wade doesn't leave, you don't I thought that was Andy. a good point that he made. Maybe that was... A, if he doesn't leave, maybe maybe Butler doesn't come. Who knows what happens with the roster? I mean, you just don't know. But Butler's yeah. obviously the centerpiece that brings all this together. He's right. the glue, I mm-hmm. think. He is. Um, but, you know, there's just, man, it'd be cool for Spolstra. It'd be cool for Riley. Yeah, I mean, other than being a Lakers fan, there's really no bad outcome on this one. If the Celtics would have made it, there was only one good outcome. Yes. Everything else was puked. all bad. <laughs> <laughs> Everything else would have been all bad. All right, man. So you want to get to the keys? Yeah. Keys to the series. Obviously, for me, the big thing, I think LeBron's going to get his. I mean, yes, they might be able to slow him down and bother him, but when has that ever stopped him from putting up his numbers? He's going to put up his numbers. I have to assume that Anthony Davis, unless we're talking rebounds, but I'm assuming Anthony Davis is going to put up the same numbers that he normally puts up. More than likely. Miami doesn't exactly have the size 
I think Adebayo can handle Anthony Davis. I'm not sure how much you want him on him. I, I'm trying to hide Adebayo from fouls because you guys have more bigs. Yep. He's going to be banging a wire, banging around with his uh, older older twin brother, Dwight, yeah. a lot. <laughs> He's going to be banging around with him. <laughs> JaVale's got fouls to give. You know? I said his older twin brother, though. <laughs> oh, man, that's funny. So I don't, I, you know, I, I'm a little worried about foul trouble for Bam. But I think the key to me, and this is part of the keys, is just the other guys. Yeah. Miami's got to shoot well. And what do the Lakers bench slash roll guys do? Mm-hmm. If they perform well, if they're making shots, I see a hard path. It's hard for me to see a path, actually, for the, for the Heat to win this series. Oh, yeah. Uh, so that, to me, is the key. You're going to have to just assume AD and LeBron are going to get theirs. You got to stop everybody else from, you know, you can't have Markeith going off for 20. Mm-hmm. You can't have Kuzma giving you 25. Rondo can't be dropping 25 and 9 on you. Dwight can't be, you know, he's going to grab boards, but you can't have Dwight out here putting – put back dunks and all kinds of, mm-hmm. you know, 15 and 10 from Dwight is a bad recipe. Mm-hmm. That just means yeah. all kinds of bad things are going on. bad things. So that's going to be it. Does Myers Leonard, you know, what kind of, how does Miami counteract the size? For me, it's the key. It's the role players. What, what do the benches do? How do they match up with those? Okay. Yeah. I mean, I have multiple keys. I have a lot of keys. <laughs> Uh, I'll run them down. First thing, first thing is first thing is first thing is defense, defense, defense. And that sounds corny, but. And I'll say this, the first game, I'm going to just throw that against the wall and see what it, if it sticks, because that's what the Lakers do for the most part. They play the first game, get a feel for you, and then they adjust upon that. But running your three point shooters off the line and making all of them play in between, you know, the the paint, making those mid-range jump shots and running into them bigs. That's the that's the very first thing, you know, running all them off because if you guys aren't hitting shots, you can't win, period. Right. You know, we're going to dominate down low for the most part. I'm not going to say we're not going to shut you down. You're not going to shut us down, but more than likely we're going to win the You have the a decided advantage in the paint. Yeah, for the most part. Uh, yeah, the defense, just shut down the three-pointers. You guys, I think, attempt 37 a game, somewhere around there, shooting 35% or something like that. Ironically, it's the same as the Lakers. We shoot about that. We shoot 31 shots a game. But And then going down the line, A.B. and LeBron. A.D. and LeBron, excuse me. I seen that. <laughs> who, who scored the touchdown last night? Ah, oh, who was it? It was somebody on Seattle, and he did the A.B. dance. I was like, oh, my gosh. No, it was on your squad. It was, was it? On the, it was uh, Anthony Miller? Bears. Dude on the Bears, yeah, I yeah, think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but <laughs> LeBron and A.D. being aggressive. Yeah. LeBron, last, last series, he wasn't aggressive through, like, the first four or five games. He was just sitting there. Kind of probing, just watching around. Then in game six, he's like, okay, time to go to the bucket. He needs to do that from the jump. Him and AD. Get to the bucket, draw fouls, get your best players to sit on the bench and be spectators like I want them to be. (laughs) Yeah. You know? And then key number three is what she was talking about. The other guys. If the LeBron and them are being aggressive and the other guys are actually hitting their spot-up shots, over. It's, it's just no question. It's over. We got three guys that shooting over 40%. It's quietly, 
Rondo's shooting over. He's shooting 44%. Casey, KCP is shooting, I think, 42%. Markeith Morris is shooting 40-something percent. Danny Green is shooting 36%. AD, 36, and LeBron, 35. So we're not horrible at shooting. We're not. It doesn't look as beautiful when you're seeing the Duncan Robinson and Tyler Hero shooting because we don't shoot as many, but we can knock them down, but they're in stretches. We'll go cold as shit. For a whole two quarters, you're like, man, why are they so bad at it? <laughs> but then, you know, clutch time comes, somebody's gonna knock down a big one. So they have to maintain that and outshoot your shooters, hopefully. Uh, number four, just use your damn size. Just some big mouth. You, it's the biggest team in the league. Yeah. Use it, make it count. Use all your fouls, get all the offensive rebounds possible. Uh, bang down there, draw fouls, use your size. That's, you know, it's kind of a given. We talk about it all the time with the Lakers. But number five, free throws. My God. I'm about to go outside right now. <laughs> Maybe Man, can y'all hit your free throws? LeBron started shooting better at the end of the series, you know, hitting 8 for 11 or, you know, 7 for 10 or something like that. AD is the only consistent shooter on the team as far as free throws. Shot 74% as a team in the bubble. It's bad. It's, it's not good. The Heat shot 82%. Out of has gone up like 20% from regular season to postseason. <clears throat> For a team to shoot 82%? They make free throws like that. That's crazy. That's it's who's shooting them because Jimmy makes a lot of his yeah, free throws. He, he makes them at a very high clip. Yep. Uh, Adebayo is making free throws. He's shooting like 90% of the playoffs. Yeah. It's insane. Uh Obviously, Duncan. Me, Duncan doesn't get to the line very often. He's mostly shooting outside. Mm-hmm. Tyler makes his free throws. Mm-hmm. You know, they Dragic usually makes Everybody. good portion of his free. Like they just, very they just, they make, they make yeah. the free throws. I mean, it's just <laughs> shocking when I see a whole team shoot eighty-two percent. Like, damn, I'm jealous because <laughs> I've never seen that before. So, first of all, keep you guys off the free throw line as much as possible and we got to do better than 74 percent it's just it's not going to cut it especially in the waning moments of a game and don't I, I don't know i want lebron to knock down some free throws at the end of the game just so i can hear you skip to shut the shut <laughs> you know what i mean yeah. but whatever and i guess my last thing is turnovers the lakers they go through stretches where they just have you know they have a 20 22 turnover game like come on man they have big leads and then they'll have six possessions where they get four turnovers, you know, a bad shot and a <laughs> whatever, you know, something bad. So they have to limit the turnovers. You are a very good defensive team. I know. I think you're ranked five in the Let me see what we got rid of them. Boy, mm, third. You're third. We're ranked, uh, I think, second, second or third. And something. No, you're ranked fifth. We're ranked third. Excuse yeah. me. My bad. I had that wrote down wrong but we know you guys are a very stout defensive team it's going to be a defensive battle period i wouldn't be surprised if it's very low scoring games at least in the early portions of it or i should say towards the end of the series right but we'll see man it's it's a lot it's a it's a series of good coaching both coaches make great adjustments uh i've definitely watched vogel adjust to every series and kind of figure out what works best for the team and Take uh, take out all the stars that whoever we're facing: James Harden, Westbrook, Dame Lillard. We've minimized all of them, so that's what I look for my team to do. Yeah, 
that's the that's the <laughs> that's the interesting thing about this with this Heat team is that. Okay, so who are you taking out? I mean, there's there's so many guys that can, you know, one game it's out of bio going for 32. The next game it's, you know, Hero going for 37. Then you might have Duncan hit seven threes. And then mm-hmm. and then you might have a game where Dragic drops 27 on you. And Jimmy's obviously capable of going for 30 mm-hmm. plus. And then you got, I mean, Crowder can get hot. Iguodala is going to drop four on you, maybe four threes on you. So, right. I mean, that's the beauty of this Heat team. It'll mm-hmm. be interesting to see how Vogel – who do you key on? I mean, do you just try to shut down Bam and just kind of make everybody else do their thing? So much breaks off of Bam, the the passing. They kind of run the offense through him and Jimmy. But a lot of times it's Bam who's making the reads or, or right. drawing the double team and, and doing stuff off there. And then the Heat are very good at moving the basketball. And the Heat move a lot. They're always cutting, moving. Uh, I forget who it was on – NBA radio or whatever, but they were saying that it reminds them of the Warriors, mm-hmm. how the Warriors kind of play. Right. It's that moving, yeah. cutting, mm-hmm. got guys running off screens, dunking and hero, remind them of Curry and whatever, just kind of you're chasing guys yeah. all game. So stamina is going to be a big thing in this series. Yeah, as if, if it can go, I think the later in this series, I think that goes advantage heat mm-hmm. just because of the way they play. They bring so much energy not to say that I'm, you know, I'm not saying the Lakers aren't conditioned, uh, but the, you know, with LeBron's age, okay, yeah. Dwight's age, oh, yeah. Rondo's age, mm-hmm. you get this thing up into six, seven games. I think that plays right into the Heat's hands. You're having to, you know, seven games, you might get tired chasing these guys around. They've played all five game series. Mm-hmm. They've handled their business. We'll see what happens if you can get to those late games. Do they have their legs? Mm-hmm. We're pretty young where we're running around. So. Mm-hmm. I think that'll be an interesting thing to to keep track of as well. Yeah. I think we're going to focus mostly on your three-point shooting. <laughs> They're going to take away the three-point shot. I, I, I truly believe that because we're big enough down low. Like, none of your bigs are shooters. Right. Yeah. So Well, man. Kelly can bring you out. Yeah. Myers, if Myers plays, he actually can he'll, – he'll drag you out there. He'll hit some threes. Mm-hmm. Not that they're yeah, – you know, they, they, they'll pop them on you, Olenek, but you have to honor it. I definitely know uh, Olenek can get – yeah. Oh, dude, I can't time, stand that, dude. Oh, my God. I talked about him on that last time, pod. Every time he plays the Lakers, he's sucked horribly. And you've, you've texted me a lot throughout those it's games. It's like, like dude, you got to be shooting off balance <laughs> threes from the corner with 22 on the shot clock. Like, we just got an offensive rebound, and that's the shot you're putting up. <laughs> I understand if you want to step into an open one. I'm cool right. with that. Yeah, but I don't need day. you shooting any off balance anything. I don't care if you made Nothing one off the glass. Right. I don't care anything about that. I don't right. care if you made a half-court heave and you're feeling good. Right. If you're not stepping into an open one, mm-hmm. I don't want to see you <laughs> – dribble and step to the side that's too much movement if you're uh-huh. not just standing there it could just step into one i don't want to see you doing it oh well see you take a dribble <laughs> no handle that shit off hand it off yeah so all right man so uh i guess we got to make a prediction, prediction now so now we have <laughs> i have two i have two predictions i have to pick from one one of them comes from my head and one of them comes from my heart <laughs> yours are probably the same you probably think oh, the same yeah. thing is going to happen Absolutely. because you guys are the favorites mm-hmm. so what do you let's get you do you want to go first that's fine with me man. okay you go first i'm going lakers in six i'm giving you guys two games i'm definitely giving you two games i think it'll be probably uh i think we'll <sighs> the first game is the only game i really can't guess i think we'll win maybe first two 
you guys to get one. And then we'll win three. And then you get one more. And we'll finish you off in six. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Six. Okay. okay. The Heat aren't no punks. That makes sense. The Heat aren't no punks. I that makes I'm sense. Not letting them go. I mean, out. that makes complete sense. My head says Lakers in six. Uh-huh. That's not my pick, though. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, I need the real shit, though, man. What's happening? What you going to say, man? I just have to qualify this. All right. With my reasoning. Gotcha. Because I don't want this to sound. It's because they're the underdogs, it just sounds complete homer. But there's something a little more to this. There's something going on with this Heat team. I understand we got the Mamba stuff. It's a clash of something's going on, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> right. <laughs> we got the whole Kobe thing with the Lakers. You got mm-hmm. LeBron, all that stuff. I understand it. It's a great storyline. It's very cool. I, I like what's going on with it as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's also something going on with this Heat team that is just so hard to quantify. But the fact that they've gone 4-0, 4-1 against the Bucks, 4-2 against the Celtics, the next progression is 4-3, 4-3. Uh, against the Lakers. Gotcha. I'm riding on this team being like those Pistons. I remember those Pistons teams. They were tough as nails. Uh, they have all the guys that kind of fit the pieces. Uh-huh. I'm going Heat and 7 because there's just something going on here. And I can't put my finger on it. But it's happening regardless. So heat and seven. I'm going with my heart, but also my gut. My gut tells me specialness, (laughs) heat and seven. All right, man. I respect it. I respect it. You gave us three games out of that. Okay, okay. Hey, I'm going to cry if that happens. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm going to take a lot of joy, but also not a lot of joy because I'm going to hate. It sucks. I, I don't... Oh man, I it's buy a Kobe Mama jersey. Yeah, and I don't want to have to sit in here and 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 do this <laughs> and have to like be excited because the Heat won, but also watch you in misery <laughs> because the Lakers lost. I don't want to hear LeBron get trashed. I don't want to hear any of that. Hey, look, we asked but, for this though, didn't we? Though yes, we and that's the, that's what now. we get. That's what we get. This we said it'd be so fun if it happened. Well, right. it will be yeah, fun, it but it's also gonna suck when it's over for somebody. It's not gonna suck as much for me, right? If the Heat lose, because like I said, you're playing with house money, and obviously you want to win. But for me, I don't want to totally go Cubs 2016 after the Cubs won the World Series in 2016. I think I remember having a conversation with you. Their window, they're at least getting one more World Series. Mm-hmm. Out of this core group, they're getting one more World Series. You just can't take it for granted. Right. It just you may never get back. And the Cubs, we don't know. They may never get back. But that's mm-hmm. the same thing here. The Heat, I have to assume at some point they'll get back mm-hmm. uh, because they're just run too well. Right. Um, the NBA is set up a little different than baseball. Less variables, smaller yeah. rosters, all that stuff. Um, so I have to assume that the Heat will get back and take care of business at some point, especially when you're talking about our our, our buttoning uh, superstars. You know. It being so young. Right. Um, but they are playing with house money. Yes. We're are. not supposed to be here. Getting here almost feels like a victory in and of itself. We've made Miami once again a very appealing place for some key free agents to possibly come play. Definitely. And we've seen the progression that I think we need to see mm-hmm. that maybe we won't even need those free agents. So it's interesting. Good luck to you in this series. Absolutely. It's going to be a lot of fun. We have to watch some of these games on the same television. Right. Um, 
I can't wait, to be honest with you. Just the matchups. And, okay, before we get out of here, just taking, just a real quick, taking the Lakers, taking fandom, taking the Heat, taking fandom out of this, this is going to be for people that just like basketball. No. You should really enjoy this series. Bam, AD. The, yes. Butler, LeBron. Yes. Come on, The shooters on both sides, yeah. both good, solid defensive teams. Glitz and glamour. You got to be uh, – <laughs> I was thinking about this the other day too. Like the – Stephen A. Smith made the yeah, – remember his Christmas yeah. wish list? Yeah. He said, so the weather because I want right. to go to Miami yeah. and I want to go to Los Angeles. For my social life. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, the ones getting hurt the hardest from this bubble are <laughs> Miami nightlife and Los Angeles. You have two of the most maybe Boy. beautiful cities in the United States. Man. Weather, people, you know, just the yeah. whole yeah. aura of the place. Right. You got Hollywood. You mm-hmm. got you got all kinds of cool stuff going on in Miami. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it, it's a it's it, it's a shame that we're for more reasons than this, obviously. Yeah. But just in terms of basketball and just the entertainment value of home courts and travel and the environments that they're playing in. It's yeah. it kind of sucks that we got this in the, in the bubble. bubble. Yeah. Um but it should be a a wonderful series. You know it's going to be well played. You know it's going to be played hard. You know it's going to be well coached. Yes. You've got stars, you've got superstars, you've got all-stars, you've got all defensive players on both sides. Mm-hmm. You have veterans, you have young guys on both sides. Mm-hmm. You really have everything here. You have uh, storylines between franchise and player and mm-hmm. player and legacy and all yeah. of these things that tie into this series. I want to say it's been so fun following the NBA through this. It's been that you could not have done this any better. No. This has been in terms of when we talked about this before they ever started the bubble, this has exceeded my wildest dreams and imagination of what this could possibly look like and feel like. Mm-hmm. And does it feel legitimate? Is it just going to be an open gym? We were sitting here having this conversation. It's just going to be an open gym. No, you have people on these screens. Mm-hmm. It's just, you, you could not have imagined it being any better under the circumstances. Oh yeah. And it's just been absolute blast. And I have enjoyed every second. I'm going to be so sad when it's over because it's been so awesome yeah the the bubble has restored my love for basketball lebron restored i just didn't say restored my love for the lakers because i you know i've always been lakers if i play 2k i still play with the demar uh d'angelo russell you know, <laughs> yeah, Red yeah. lakers and all that that's like 2k 15 <laughs> yeah, yeah. i spent all them brandon ingram all, you know i played with them with you know straight respect i never played with another team but LeBron restored my faith in the Lakers and the bubble restored my faith in the NBA period. I've gotten to see, uh, I, you know, some of the craziest performances players that I normally don't get to watch like Donovan Mitchell, you know, Jamal Murray, and you know, even the heat, I don't watch the heat like regularly, but right. I get to see them I, in the Celtics and all these young players and, it's restored like, okay, the NBA is in a great place yes. as far as just straight players. A lot of people think the the league is soft right now. No, it's not soft. It's different. Yeah. It's not the same game. It's it's, it's just ran differently. You know, the fouls are called differently. We're going to talk about that on another podcast, but 
refereeing is awful. It's at an all time. It's the worst. Is in all sports? Yeah, no, at least the you know football and basketball. Horrible. It's, it's just, bad. It's the worst thing ever. It almost takes you out of it sometimes. But it does. Yes. Basketball talent wise, it's it's a lot to look at. It yeah, is, it's, it's beautiful. Well, and uh, and the other aspect of that is the way the NBA, and I don't want to, I don't know the right word for this, kind of overgeneralize it or overstep uh, my understanding of it. I know there's probably a lot more they can do, especially with the owners, but the NBA being so out front on these issues and being supportive of their oh, players yeah, with yeah, the, yeah. allowing them to put messages on their jerseys right, right, and, right. And, and imaging on the court commercials that are, you know, clearly player driven uh the messages behind them um being so out front with that and mm-hmm. and i don't think it comes from a reactionary place like when the nfl come out and said you know we're we're, we're changing our mind right you know we, we should that was because Kaepernick. of public perception absolutely i believe that the nba when they allowed players um to wear i can't breathe t-shirts uh what was it 2 years ago for Eric Garner, two three years ago, yeah, I think it was two years ago. Um, they've they've already been doing this. Yeah, uh, the vote shirts, the uh-huh. the things on the, you, you know, Donald Sterling being removed immediately with the quickness, uh, by by Silver and the other owners who were feeling embarrassed. Uh-huh. Um, I it's not a perfect league. You can find um. You know where the owners do donate their money. You can you can find all that information. Right. Uh, it's not perfect, but I feel like the NBA is as good as it has been in any of the professional leagues. Major League Baseball, eh, okay. NFL, no one's buying it. Right. It seems genuine. The players seem to feel empowered by it, and that's a very important thing. Yeah. When you have a league that's predominantly black, uh, you know a lot of coaches. Fans, mm-hmm. fans of the game. I mean, yeah. You obviously have a lot of white people that are fans of the NBA, but you know a lot of your fan base is young black kids looking mm-hmm. up to these players. This is allowing them to get that message to these kids to empower them, mm-hmm. and that cannot be understated. What this has allowed them to do in terms of getting their message across, helping people be educated. You have half of the stadiums have pledged that they're going to be able to be polling centers in the upcoming election. Mm-hmm. They're yeah. trying to put action to the words that they're saying. Right. And has it been far enough? No, probably not. But it's a start. You have to start somewhere, and they right. seem overly willing to do that. Um, so regardless of the bottom line, they basically told the president and anybody else, if you don't like it, don't then we don't want you as a fan. Right. <laughs> when all these other leagues are catering to right. – well, how do, where's the money lying? Where, where, where's the majority of our money coming from? Mm-hmm. And then they cater to that group. And the NBA doesn't seem to do that. And I'm proud of the league for that. And I will always be supporting the league for that and because of that and just because of the product. And basketball is awesome. But it's cool when you can believe in something about the product as well. Um, that makes it even better right? for me. Yeah, so. I, dig, I totally understand. They do the one thing that... Most people don't do. Listen. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. It's just very simple. Listen. If you see somebody that's hurting, listen to see why they're hurting. Yeah. It's that, it's that simple. Uh, what Dave Chappelle say, the worst thing is to call somebody crazy. It's dismissive. You don't know the story behind that, you know? Yeah. Just 
Yeah. Listen, I appreciate you, NBA. Yep. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I appreciate you, NBA, for real. Lakers and Heat, come on now. Get the hell out of here. Couldn't be any better. <laughs> Game one, Game Wednesday one. night. What do we got? Uh, 8.30's tip? Probably Nine o'clock tip? I hope it's 8.30. Me too. <laughs> Godly. It's a little late. I think the Saturday tips are at 7.30. This might be a 9 o'clock tip. <sighs> because... Because I think it's Lakers' home game, technically. Yeah. So they have to cater to that West Coast time zone. Yeah. So they give you that 9 o'clock tip. That's going to hurt, yeah. but it's worth it. We're uh, at the end. We've been staying up yeah. late this this whole time. Factual. We're right here at the end. Actual, um, so factual. Wednesday, we will get reaction pods. Uh, maybe Thursday, maybe we hold off till Friday because we will have another game, too, on Friday evening. Yes. We will reconvene Friday morning. Right. Um, maybe we get a reaction, quick reaction pod yeah. on Thursday. We used to have a lot of other stuff to talk about. I may try to get a ba- playoff start tomorrow yeah, in baseball, baseball out of nowhere. Uh, they just kind of sneak up on you. Uh, <laughs> that's going well. Rays and Cubs are both in. We're both 3-0 and in the NFL. In the NFL. Bears, oh Bears and Steelers, 3-0. and Things are yeah. going crazy. Nick Foles is the quarterback. All kinds of crazy stuff's happening. We only have so much time in the day with real right. lives. But right now, like we told you, we're committed to the NBA and seeing this thing through. And then we will branch out into other things. I may try to cover those other things in short. Uh, but Yeah, we'll get yeah. some more out. We got to. We got to get some more out. The Clippers fire Doc Rivers. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Purdue players getting suspended for throwing parties. Yep. We got to touch on some things. So Yeah, we'll, there's we'll a whole, whole <laughs> all the sports are happening all at once. <laughs> all right, no doubt. Well, Thank you guys for listening. Uh, please follow us at Balls Don't Lie Pod. That is Balls with the Z. Please uh, let us know what your predictions are for the series. Yeah. Lakers in six. Eden seven. <laughs> Eden seven. All right. Let's get up out of here, man. All right. The balls do bounce, roll, and fly. But they damn sure don't lie. For sure. Neither do I. You know. And neither does this guy. You better know that. Later, dudes. I'll. Look.